I'm glad we're recording it now. Hey, how's it going? I'm good. Going, I'm good. I'm good. Here. Yeah, My voice yeah. kind of squeaked yeah. there. That was, that was weird. Did your voice crack? Puberty number five. Yeah, puberty number five is hitting, hitting hard. Well, apparently you can do a second puberty as an adult and your voice gets like even deeper. And I'm yeah. like, yo. Mine just has been uh, getting nasalier. I don't know if I want that. I don't want that. E- I mean, well, actually, I could go for I could go for like a deeper voice. Oh, that's a bit too Buffalo Billy. That's oh, puts the lotion in the fucking back. Um, would you listen to me podcast? Or I'd listen to me podcast. I'd listen. To I'd me listen to me hard. I feel like this is silly, but in my head. A deeper voice means, like, uh, that requires more energy to speak. Like, it's harder to speak if your voice is... That is silly. That, I don't I know, for some the reason... I my... The, like, higher you pitched your voice is, the more, uh... The more energy you're putting out. It's like a, it's like the gerbil syndrome, you know? You gotta blast those words past, past your, like, tight little thrissy. Yeah. You gotta, like, get it out the vocal cords. <laughs> it was way more work. <laughs> Oh, shit. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. This is Good Morning Toy World, your source for semi-premium adult-related toy content. I'm your host, the most, your ghost, the most, your one, your only, Pepperoni. And joining me, as always, via satellite, the daddy of Diaclone, Tony. Did you want to say hello to the people, Tony? What's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome back. Sorry for the little hiatus there hey they're chill they're so chill they're they're like tony we're so excited i tried to do a high voice that's so gonna sound like oh, shit in the mic um, it's okay. as long uh, as you didn't re- peak that's fine that's what matters uh, i don't think i did but i ruined the episode excellent good we're off to a good awful start yeah. well welcome to our first two minute long episode uh we're going back on hiatus we'll see you again in march because uh, <laughs> logan did a bit and his voice tried to do a high voice and then got embarrassed i like noped out part way through the bit if i just committed no if, one if you're referencing the bit but you cut out that part from the pre no that's so too no much editing work that is that really is <laughs> It's the funny part is though is if I just committed to the bit, not a single person listening would have thought twice. But because I like was like, ah, and then like noped out, it makes it so much funnier <laughs> that I just didn't commit. Because like, yeah, the bit sucks, but I'm I was just but gonna. We're, we're committed to it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I wasn't the... committed, and that was the problem. Well, should we do like? Do you want to be like the high pitched guy, and I, I can go back to being the being the low? Be the low pitched guy. Low-pitched. How about you try doing a high, and I'll do a low. Hi. Oh, oh, yeah, no, you're right. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. I hate that. It's it's hi, so everybody. hard to commit, right? This is my high pitched voice. Oh, no, okay, no, stop, stop, stop. No, that's yucky. That's really yeah, yucky. yucky. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. I quit yeah. the podcast again for the thirty ninth time. I quit the podcast. <laughs> Uh, this is our best three minute and thirty second episode yet. Oh, we're doing so good at recording and then quitting and then recording again and then statistics we're gonna get a question though this is a question palooza episode yeah i reckon there's probably many a question that have piled up over time which is totally chill statistically this will be the first episode that actually talks about toys ever as long as as long as long as everybody asked about toys yeah that's true um i'm Mm. sure we'll get questions about our our pizza topping preferences 
and yes um, yep what where our movie doesn't are. exist that we wish existed yeah yeah and uh if if you could make toys from any movie that doesn't exist what toys yeah. would they be um, fuck murder yeah. kill with like a random assortment of dudes who were strong in the 80s and 90s yeah like iron chic and fuck mary kill iron chic Iron Sheik and Iron Sheik. Iron Sheik, yeah, it would be the wildest weekend. It would just be the cokiest of binges. Um, hands down, I hands down, I would marry Iron Sheik. Get the okay, and then I'd fuck Iron Sheik, and I would yeah, definitely well, kill Iron marriage. Sheik. Yeah, because you're like, oh shit, I got married to Iron Sheik, and then and then you, it's mm-hmm. it's very. Uh, we're a true crime podcast now, based on hypothetical true crimes. Uh, Hell yeah. So we're a fictional crime podcast. My number one suspect is me. <laughs> You're also my number one suspect. That's that's wild. Did we just crack this wide open? On tonight's episode of Mysteries After Dark, the Iron Sheik. Yeah. Um. Season is so much better to do the love voice. It's kind of fun, yeah. It's, it's way better. Than... <laughs> 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 um. Yeah, man. The true crime podcast is really interesting because, like, there's, I'm sure some, and many, Mm -hmm. I've listened to a few, that do, like, a really good job, do their research, and, like, are doing the damn thing, and, you know, is what it is. They they paint the picture, they tell the story, and that's what they do. And Mm -hmm. then I'm sure there are probably thousands of true crime, air quotes, podcasts that are, like the first episode of Good Morning Toy World. Like, just oh, yeah. really shit, and it's just two guys with beards, and they're, like, really disorganized. They don't have their notes lined <laughs> up. Like, they fuck up facts, and they, like, probably do, like, three episodes and then quit. Um, yeah. And those are the true crime podcasts I kind of want to listen to. Like, Yeah, we want to find, find those bottom-of-the-barrel ones, because... Like, I want the, the difference... true crime guys that, like, listen to true crime podcasts and then immediately... Like, I, I straight up plagiarize what they hear. Yeah, I w- yeah, I they're want just telephone they're, tag podcasts. Yeah, they're doing telephone tag versions of a true crime podcast while tabbing back and forth to the Wikipedia page yes. for whatever case it is. Yeah. Oh hell for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah! You got to get the the, and then if they're like, okay, well, shit, this doesn't happen, then they'll like edit it themselves. Because mm-hmm. you can just fucking do uh, that. And the only difference between those shitty podcasts that. Um, you know, they gave up on after a few episodes and our shitty podcast is we didn't give up after a few episodes. Yeah, we should have. We just kept... Uh, probably. We, we temporarily give up sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We do temporarily give up sometimes, but we just keep coming back. We're like, it's like flu season, baby. You're gonna get that's, sick. That's true. Let, me, let, let us cough in your ear mouths. Oh, no. <laughs> let's let's sneeze in the in in the throat of your soul disgusting um i got (laughs) did you get sick oh yeah uh, toys that's what we what'd you get what'd you get what'd you get uh i got a couple kenner uh terminator toys terminator 2 figs um hell yeah those were actually i didn't get them i put them in a pile to buy them and then they've just been sitting behind the till at work so i'm gonna get them tomorrow good Um, you have to before i swoop in 
and they're get great them instead. The only one that I'm iffy on is John Connor because he's John Connor that's supposed to go on the Burgundy motorcycle, oh. and we do not have the Burgundy motorcycle. We just have so the John. So he's like permanently like ricketing, right? He's not really rickety. He's pretty straight legged because the crotch okay. part of that vehicle is pretty slim. Uh, but okay. he's permanently in like revving the fucking uh, engine handlebar mode, like claw hands out. Yeah, he's got like the kind of like um, upsettingly gropey hands. Mm-hmm. And I, oh I, yeah. Like, I I'd have to reference um, an antiquated ass website. Uh, but a website that is invaluable nonetheless, uh, Figure Realm, to figure out if oh. there was ever a different version of John Connor, because I'm not sure if there was. I feel like there was one that came with his little, like, Cyberdeck laptop ThinkPad thing. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. That, that for some um, reason, that in sounds my, familiar. my brain. sounds really familiar. Heart, it feels like that's a thing. Yeah, um, so the, uh, I'm gonna scoop that, even though he doesn't have his bike. Uh, then there is also one of the repaint ones that's, uh, Arnie, instead of, like, in his normal garb, he's wearing, like, navy camouflage pants, like the oh. gray and blue and black pants, and, like, a yellow tank top, and he fucking rules, and that I That one, him. I think that one's, like, um, like, the Future Wars, Future Wars. Yeah. set. It's, like, technically... Yeah, because isn't, isn't that how they did the, um, like, the endoskeleton? They, like, redid them in, like, a couple of the different colors. And they're like, okay, well, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's yeah. Future Wars now or something like that. So Yeah, That's like, when they, with, with the JP line, when they just started recoloring all the dinos. Yeah, oh, man, I hate to say it. I've been eyeing up some of the JP toys. And every once in a while, I'm like... I remember really liking the two that I had when I was a kid. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. also technically have adult money now. These ones mm-hmm, aren't mm-hmm. that expensive. I could be a yeah. dinosaur guy. I'm loving. I'm loving it. the cheap, cheerful, and accessible toy lines. And there's still some mm-hmm. of them out there. Obviously, some toy lines get crazy, but like, I don't know, collecting like Kenner JP, mm-hmm. Kenner anything Kenner and shitty from the nineties. Anything Kenner, Kenner JP. Yeah. Uh, Kenner Terminator, Kenner Batman, uh, not Batman and Robin, sorry, uh, Robin Hood. That was <laughs> gonna like... say, are you talking about Robin Hood? Just Gamoran yes. guards with different heads? And, absolutely. Uh, quick change Batman with Kevin Costner head? Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's still lines out there that are cheap and fun to collect. Um, mm. man, I was talking to a dude, don't, don't go off King. <laughs> Like go don't don't go don't go crazy, brother. He was a Hot Wheels collector, but get this, oh, he was an out right. of package Hot Wheel collector, and oh, I was stoked nice. for him because okay, the thing good. about like Hot Wheels is the car has no fucking value. It's whatever weird limited edition packaging it's in that has yeah. value. So if you're an out of pack collector, you can just get these like air quotes hundred dollar Hot Wheels cars because. Mm-hmm. They came on a bilingual card back and someone ripped them open and you can pay like two dollars for the thing you want. Yeah, you so still like, just a little car. Yeah, and as much as I'm not a Hot Wheels guy, I love the idea of out of package Hot Wheels collectors because they're killing it because they're only paying like three dollars a toy and can yeah. have anything they want. Like almost nothing is out of reach once it's come out of the package. Exactly. And the best way to dis- display those Hot Wheel cars too is you just take an old um old pillowcase and just kind of throw them all in there the same way I did when I was like five. 
Mm-hmm, of course. And if someone breaks into your house, you swing then it you like can... a big fucking powerful club and smash exactly. them into a thousand pieces. Yeah. Get car crashed, motherfucker. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, uh, this, I can. I can hear the sound that would make. Yeah, I can too. It's kind of like yeah, a hell yeah. It's like a heavier like when you like dig through a bucket of Lego. It's yeah, like that, but a bit more metallic, and also the the impact of thud on the mm-hmm. fucker's skull. Yeah, man. You know what? So I I'm gonna admit as well that we're gonna since we're backtracking on our making fun of people. Mm. If I come across those Hot Wheels McDonald's toys from childhood, I feel like I would nab a couple of them again. There we're not talking Attack Pack. Not attack pack. I will. I will always. If I see attack packs in the wild, I will. I think I need to. I think I need to. But just mm. the regular ass. You probably remember them as well. They're they're the Happy Meal toys, and this is from the golden age where you'd get like Happy Meal toys that were essentially like, yeah, this is an actual toy too, not like some shitty piece of plastic with a cardboard attached to it. Like, right. like remember the Beast Wars ones? They actually like sort of transformed and they're like, yeah, you can with them with the regular toys that's cool these are hot wheels that were actual like hot wheel hot wheels they just you just get them from your happy meal and i remember there was like a yellow and black drag strip like drag race stripper car strip dragon hell yeah you can uh, tell we're big car guys over here yeah we know what cars do if you put a gas in it you can go from one it end revs. of your garage to the other and then you get mad puss or some shit uh, but I remember there was one that was like teal, and it had a little springy vent type things on it, and I was like, I want that fucking car again. That yeah, that's a vibe. I'm sure. Yeah. You, I'm sure you could have it for one to three dollars. Oh yeah, that that might be my hunt at the next uh, the next toy show. Actually. Oh hell yeah. I'll I'll avoid things that I actually want to get small things that I'm temporarily feeling nostalgic for. Hell yeah. <laughs> Me, I'm just gonna go look for Greedos to add to my massive pile of Greedos. That's fair. I mean, it's, I still love that about you, mm-hmm. and I, I'm I'm not being facetious or sarcastic. I still love you. I didn't think you were until you said that, but yeah. No, but like actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah. It's I rad. got a I got a little stack of Reno when I was in the, the states, which is nice. Hell um, yeah. Also, America Town is a good place to sort of hunt for vintage Star Wars. Because, like, one thing about toy hunting in Canada is the population of Canada is way fucking smaller than America. Yeah. So, in 1977, when Star Wars hit the scene, you gotta think that for every, like, three boxes of toys that made it to Canada, probably, like, hundreds of boxes were distributed amongst the states, you know? Yeah, definitely. It still feels and like those that are now. numbers I just made up. <laughs> <laughs> this is a proven fact that statistic that we made up. Mm-hmm, don't check mm-hmm. Wikipedia. No. Um, <laughs> don't you fucking dare click on that wiki. Um, yeah, no, I, I that sounds about right though. Yeah, it, it's like just, we've always been way toy way more shit in America. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked. I'm hoping I can do a little little Vegas toy hunting uh, when I eventually get the tickets and pick a date to go to Vegas. Uh, definitely, main reason why I'm going is to go to a goddamn rainforest cafe. Oh hell yeah! 
And second is I I'm in full support now. Vegas. You are you're, you support this plan now? Yeah, we're switching. We're we're turning over a new leaf. I made amends with loose Hot Wheels collectors, and I'm now making amends for thinking the Rainforest Cafe idea is insane. And now I think it's cool. Now you're on board with it. Okay, hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Nice, nice. Oh, that's that's pretty great. Thank you. That's what friends do. We we change our minds. We evolve with the times. Sometimes we'll still double down and say fuck Funko Pops. That's true. There, I saw another news article about the desert situation, and I think they did it a second time. With uh, the Funko Pops? Yeah, like dumping them in the landfill. Oh, I mean, uh, those guys did go and find all the ET cartridges and, like, cleared them out, so there's a nice hole there for them to jam the Pops into. And also, like, I think Funko... I think Funko is on the way out. Like, obviously, the, like, gutting and firing of everybody at Mondo was a big thing, but they recently... Oh, yeah. Um, fired their games division. Really? Wait, they, they, hold up. They li- I have a question. They made yeah. games? So here's the thing, is they did the same thing they did with Funko, is they found a game house, that, or like a game production company, and they, they purchased them, slapped okay. their logo on it, let them do work for... My computer's making noises. Let them do work for um, a couple of years or whatever, and then just uh-huh. liquidated it. So wow. like, and the and the people that they ha- had acquired, like they're they were like award winning board game designers, and like were good at what they did. Like I don't obviously I'm not an expert on board games, but like the version yeah. of the story that I got was like they bought up this production house, and they've now liquidated said production house. So they keep buying really cool things and fucking ruining them. And I think it's Holy one of those shit. things where the profitability of Funko Pops, it's like <clears throat> that's you know. 10 cents of cardboard, 20 cents of plastic, we can sell it for $10 US or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, those margins are fucking huge. I think it's one of those things where they got Mondo, and they were like, okay, do the thing that you do. And they were like, okay, it's gonna cost us this. And they're like, but why though? Because they're used to just, like, selling garbage. And so, like, I think... Why does your thing cost $2 instead of the 50 cents we're used to? Yeah, so, like, I've got a feeling it's the margins on those things were larger than they wanted, and the quantities that they moved were not nearly as big as their Funko numbers. So I think they bought them thinking they could grow them and do something cool, and then we're like, oh, shit, we're bleeding money, whoopsies, and just, like, liquidated it. Oh, well, that fucking sucks. All speculation, by the way. Don't quote us on this. Yeah, it's all speculation. We're not Church of Cram podcast. Um, this is this is just the assumptions and the logical conclusions one might draw when you read headlines about Funko dumping things in the desert. Yeah, and, and also seeing the <laughs> laying off how all their staff normally happen that way yeah. too. The the trends, mm. seeing the fucking dirtbag trends that we normally do in this industry. User, um, well that sucks. PRS, want to answer some questions? Yeah, I think we've got enough questions that it's probably question time. Question time? Um, we can answer those. Damn, Uncle Jason. He's going to dominate the final the final hour. Uncle um, Dominator, more like it. Good God. Okay, let's roll that fucking <laughs> intro. Questions from the Discord. Alrighty, we are inside the question section. Do you want to start us off here, Tony, by reading Black Jelly Bean Man's question? I sure do. Black Jelly Bean Man starts us off with, how do you feel about the McFarlane 
toys doing page plungers with Hasbro IPs. This might be a controversial hot take. This might be a thing that people okay. are like, Logan, Pepper, how could you say something so <laughs> heinous? I think comic books that come with toys is silly. <laughs> okay. I just, it, like, I like comics. Okay. Don't get me wrong, comics are fine. All I right. like toys, but when you smash them together, like, ain't nobody give a fuck about the comic that comes with the toy. That's true. Uh, you know? I normally just throw out the comics that come with it. So some of them used to come with, um, there were some Transformer ones that, like, some of the Generations ones would come with mm -hmm. comics, and I'm like, these are good comics. I already have the trades of this. If I were to be reading it, I don't need this extra piece right, of whatever. Right, right, right. Uh, and, like, if it, Mar Marvel Legends, uh, Toy Biz Legends came packed in with comics, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess they they've did. been doing it for a while, then. Mm -hmm, and it just kind of sure, comes sure. and goes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm cool with McFarland. So, if, if I remember correctly, there's there's multiple versions of a page puncher like okay there are the ones that are like six slash seven inches and those are a bit more articulated and a bit better sculpts and everything and then there's ones that are like three like two or three inches that are like five point figures um i don't know i i just tried looking it up as well are they gonna be like the five point of articulation type ones are they like moving away from the kenner Kenner style fake Marvel Legends five point dudes, or are we getting like another like fully articulated guy except just the comic book? It seems kind of pointless. Also, which way. um which IPs <laughs> are they touching? Yeah, I feel like if they're doing like comic book stuff, that's what makes the most sense. Or I don't know. This it seems kind of pointless, but Hmm. Uh, Hasbro has been starting to, like, let other companies take the reins on a few of their lines now. So, this might just be that happening. Yeah, I wonder if it's one of those things where they're just like, you, like you're paying us to license our figure, so there's, like, no risk for us. So, like, good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want to do. I, I mean, this might sound crazy controversial and very wild, because it's me, but uh, I have no strong opinions one way or the other about this. <laughs> Alrighty, Ever some the dude, centrist. <laughs> uh, some dude has given us, uh, how long do you have to wait? I am good at reading. I remember how to read, guys. How long do you have to wait till grave robbing becomes archaeology? Uh... At least wait till the body's cold. So I got uh, I got fed this ad for a new Indiana Jones game. Oh, okay. They're making games and, of it now. Uh, sorry. They're making games for indie now. That's yeah. I mean, back in the day, uh, Lucasfilm Games made some adventure games. Um, oh, I guess so. And yeah. I think they're publishing it under Lucasfilm Games or LucasArts again because. LucasArts kind of exists, like, not as a game company, but just as, like, a 
production company like a guy. or like a yeah like <laughs> they like a dude. they they've been known to slap the LucasArts or Lucasfilm Games logo in front of games and I don't know what that really means I think it's just nostalgia bait stuff I could be wrong um, but speaking of grave robbers um, there's this new indie game and it looks like hot shit dude like in a good way it just looks or? no like so bad um oh, okay. and, like, and it's bethesda as well so like ooh. you'd want it to be good but it's not and like there's kind like it's not hyper real and it's mm. like like the art style is a little stylized and i don't know if they're just doing tomb raider and they probably should because that's probably what yeah, needs to be done a, is good, Na- good nathan drake uncharted off. tomb raider um but there's like a first person shot of him using his whip to just like whip Nazis in the face. That's and pretty sick. I'm behind that. Yeah, just the the uh, the way they programmed how the whip behaves. Mm-hmm. Like I can just see how jank and shitty the whip is gonna behave in game and it looks like this weird, <laughs> horrible, like not articulated enough noodle that he's like wiggling at Nazis <laughs> and they react. And it's just it's so fucking bad and funny. Um, nice. My apologies to listeners who were excited for this Indiana Jones game, but it, it looks like total garbage. Yeah, um, the two of you are going to be real upset about it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think... Um, I don't know, a hundred years? <laughs> like, Maybe, I, I wouldn't know. be... Like, I feel like... Um, I don't know. It's... Uh, yeah, oh, I, think, I thought this was I a think very... It's one of those I, I thought think this it's was one of like those a toy-based thing as well. I thought this was like a toy question. <laughs> oh, like to dig you up and steal your toys? Yeah, I, I was feeling very attacked, like because I'm gonna get buried with literally everything I own. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'm gonna be like the the too uncommon of autism. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, I guess so, brother. That can be your title. We can put that on your on your tombstone. There's a treasure trove of bionicles in there somewhere. We just have to find the right corridor. Yeah, this fucking massive ball made out of your extra masks you don't like comes rolling towards me as I'm wearing a fight and I'm trying to whip my wet noodle at it. That's true, because we do know I will statistically die first. Absolutely. 100%. So, uh, if it's my buddy, you've got like two two days until it's archaeology. Okay. Yeah, yeah I think it's oh. probably one of those things where it's like, is there an archaeological significance for opening up this grave? Then it's archaeology. If you're there to steal Tony's toys, then it's uh, it's grave robbing. Yeah, I yeah, I, I I think so. Yeah, I think it just depends on what you're breaking into, as well. Mm-hmm. I yeah, let's go with a hundred years. Uh, Uncle Jason, <laughs> Logan, did you see the vinyl toys of the Mondo booth? Are you tempted to get the creature from the Black Lagoon? It looked pretty sick. Uh, I did see them when I was there at DesignerCon. This is a photograph from oh. Decon. Um, yeah, I did a quick browse around the Mondo booth. They do look cool. They do look neat. Um, I don't need them, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of doing my uh, my consumer activism by being like fuck Mondo because fuck pro like by proxy fuck Funko yep. what they did to the Mondo team um and I'm sure somebody worked really hard on this but like I don't know that's it's one of those things it's like I love me some soft vinyl I love me some Fubi, but even even when Mondo attempts something like it and like 
it still just feels less like a like a piece of like art and more just like a commodity and though mm-hmm. it it has the hallmarks of a fubi it definitely falls into the category of just plain old consumer good and i think yeah it just like it lives in that world in my like head canon and because of that i'm i'm not really after it i even feel that way like unbox industries does really cool stuff but i still feel that way about some unbox stuff too where i'm like it's kind of just feels like a corporatized item as opposed to an art toy or a piece of work like artwork so it's i don't know with a lot of safubis you can be like oh this one's designed by draculaser or pepper or king hideous like you know the people behind it Mm-hmm. I don't know who sculpted this. I don't know who painted this. I don't know who made this other than essentially mm-hmm. Funko by Propsy. Yeah, and some companies kind of get a pass, like, you know, like Medicom or, like, Murasan or, like, thing, like companies that have just been doing it since uh, 19 mm-hmm. Dickity. Like, they, they've got the legacy yeah, branding Bullmark. that, like... <laughs> Bullmark, yeah. So, like, I look at, like... like a a modern medicom piece that's a sofubi that could be something as licensed as a michael myers like they do they did like batman yeah. and like all kinds of stuff so like even that to me feels um i don't know is more palatable to me because i'm like oh it's it's medicom they've been doing it since the beginning and they're still doing it it's not just like funko being like how do we hop on this trend yeah we hop on this well that's yeah. that's kind of what this sculpt looks like too with when you look at the old like medicom and like bullmark or whatever style batmans and spider-mans and stuff like that uh those have a very like, distinctive style to them and these don't they're almost like too polished it, it's yeah. i don't know it's hard to hard to explain but i and i'm also like not as big of a safubi guys as, as you guys are um, so I don't know, I might be just talking out of my ass here, but yeah, I don't know, the, the vibe is not immaculate. The vibe is not immaculate. It's, it's not an immaculate vibe, unfortunately. That being said, if this is your jam, please don't let our opinion discourage you from getting them. Uh, if you were to get one, I would say that the creature from the Black Lagoon does look pretty sick out of the two of them. Uh, Michael Myers is still kind of cool, but it is, it's just... Michael Myers. Uh, I can't say anything because I have a nostalgia bait trash toy creature of the Black Lagoon with my uh, Mego one. But if you want like one as a like, yeah, this is just a cool representation of Gilman. Then I mean, you, you could do worse. Yeah, totally. Totally. The, the center. <laughs> um, Black Jelly Bean Man. I've been itching to start collecting some mythic legions. Is this a dangerous road to go down? Uh, coming from a Canadian, uh, yes, because they are out <laughs> of all of our price points. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I feel like in my, yeah, we don't in, really in, see them under a hundred dollars here. Yeah, in my line of work, uh, I've been fortunate enough to play with and fiddle with a whole bunch of Mythic Legions over the years, and I really, really like them. I think they're some of the best toys um, available, if I'm being honest. like, I mean, I don't really sing their praises from the mountaintops um, but they all are that often, cool. but like, 
Yeah, I mean, if you want a cool fucking dude with a sword, or like a skelly man with a fucking sword, or like a big titty orc lady with a fucking sword, oh, hell that's yeah. definitely that's definitely the line to start collecting. And if the price point is right, like, I don't know what their American MSRP is, but like, the quality of them is higher than a Marvel Legend, the quality of them is higher than even a fucking Super 7 Ultimate. Like, they're, like their quality is awesome. And they're just great toys. And for me, they're army builders too. It's like, why buy one night when I could have 15? Yeah. But I think it's one of those things where because the price they point in Canada... They also come different heads to do that, right? Yes, they come with so many extra bits to swap shit around. Oh my god. Um, but the price point being as high as it is in Canada, I'll never commit to that line because it's a death sentence. It's like, yeah. I just... I can't afford to add that to my list of shit I waste money on. Because my list of shit that I waste money on is already plenty long. Um, but yeah, if you're... It is a dangerous road in that, like... I could see, once you get one, wanting to have many. But mm-hmm. if the price point is right, I don't know. Like, if it's in your collecting budget and it's a thing you have room for on your shelf and it's a thing you want to get into, or, like, you do the toy collector thing and you get out of one line to get into a new line, you sell all your Mezcos to start buying Mythic Legions, like, you know, live your life, do your thing, collect and have fun. I think they're some of the best toys ever. Like, personally. Fuck yeah. I'm personally curious so about this big titty arc with a sword. <laughs> uh and <laughs> mythic legions is cool uh for horsemen when they do um events and shit they do this thing where they just randomly on their table like put out like rare weird shit that's like air quotes long gone that they've just like pulled from their backstock and so like you'll be doing your laps at a con and come around and they'll just be like three of like this sold out ass figure that's impossible to find that they just Yo. like sneak onto their table that's that's awesome, that's really mm-hmm. fucking cool. I can get behind that. Yeah, yeah, it's very really... nice of them to do that to pull out their vault treasures and Share give them back the to world. the people. Yeah, we yes. we can get behind them. We're just I don't know. Sometimes being in Canada is kind of a disability when it comes to toys, yeah. as we yeah. mentioned. The with price our... point. <laughs> yeah, the price point is just too high. If they were similar to a, a legend price point, I could get down. Mm. But they're yeah, they're a hundred plus here. So yeah, even if they were like close to a NECA, because NECAs here yeah, are like 40, 50, seventy 60. bucks, give or take. Yeah. Uh, and like that's that's very much like okay, it's a treat toy. It's it's like a thing that I really want, so I'll get it. The quality is but... way better on a legend or on a mythic legion than it is on a black. Or, oh and... my god, I can't talk. <laughs> a NECA figure. Yes, thank you for yes. the love of God. Yeah, mythic legions are premium, premium quality. Oh yeah, like, so that's, that's what I mean. I'd rather, immaculate. I'd rather be able to be like, okay, well, it's a treat. If it was a seventy dollar toy, it'd be like, okay, that's fine. This is. This is good, but yeah, we're Black just uh, we're, we're feeling Man the crunch. Continues. Pep, I know you talked about the movie Fire and Ice a while back. Oh boy, <laughs> howdy, did I? Have you seen the dark dark wolf figure? If so, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, and I have seen the dark it. wolf figure. Uh, he looks fucking cool as hell. So, for those of you who don't know, uh, Dark Wolf is a Frazetta character. That is also a Danzig character. Nice. Um, as he is Jaguar God. 
essentially. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> so he's a 112 fig. Uh, I'm just looking at it now on the BBTS page. Uh, he looks fucking fantastic. Uh, I do not know who is producing this toy. Um... It just says Frazetta Girls, which is like his estate, which are like his daughters that make choices on behalf of the dead Frank Frazetta and yeah. Bakshi Productions. So it's got some branding, but I'm not seeing who's actually making it, which will affect my opinions. That's true. Uh, my brain automatically went like, oh yeah, it's going to be like NECA or something. Uh, BPTS just lists it, lists it as Frazetta Girls, which is oh, weird. Oh, so it might be an independently made toy. It might be. Uh, its price point sucks. It's a uh, hundred bucks USD. Okay, okay. Now is it a um, figure or a statue? Oh, she's articulated, baby. Oh, nice. Okay, hell yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, he looks fucking awesome. He looks the part. Um, again, his price point sucks shit. And can fuck <laughs> off forever. Uh, he comes with a lot of extra bits, which is good. Well, he comes with a lot of extra hands. <laughs> He's only got an axe and a bow. Um, but they did the Batman thing where just his chin part is swappable. Oh, cool. Okay. Which is kind of fun. Um, but yeah, if that price point didn't suck so much hot fucking shit, I would love this toy. But um, there's absolutely no way in fuck I'm paying that much money for it. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, so brutal but it's true it's uh it's a very expensive toy so i don't know yeah we're uh we're the complaining about money cast Podcast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> man remember early episodes where we'd be like oh i got this 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 and this i think we started our podcast around the time the canadian dollar was higher than the u.s dollar and like we definitely did not no, but we were a bit closer, or because we, I felt like we were living large back then. Oh, we well, yeah, we well, like again. This is also around the time where there was like twenty dollar black series and like yeah, reaction trend. figures were still seven dollars. Yeah, totally. So like I, the dollar wasn't like worth thirty fucking cents uh, at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we, we didn't have the Canadian yen at that point. Um, <laughs> so, mm. yeah, I feel like we were able to get a, a bit more bang out of our buck back then. Whereas now we're like, I found some, like, I found, like, a He-Man at the dollar store. It's pretty cool. That Actually, that's one of the cool things, too, that's happening in Canada. Um, but it might be a bad thing. Sorry, we're going to put a, put a little pause in our questions right now. Because we're complaining mm -hmm. about how much toys fucking cost. So, yep. this is how much shit is clearly getting marked up and, like, sold for in Canada. There are waves, waves and waves and waves of Mattel He-Man toys that are showing up at our, a dollar store chain called Dollarama for anywhere from, like, three bucks to five dollars max. And mm -hmm. they're also, like, the... The shitty little card back, five points of articulation, Marvel Legends, that are $20 toys for some reason, $20 to $25 toys, are five bucks in there. There's my cat screaming. Um, yeah, it just kind of sucks, but like now there's this new 
kind of weird, like, resurgence of, like, just fucking nerds running to dollar stores trying to, like, find these oh, fucking Oh, dude, toys. the fucking, the fucking Dollarama meta is so disgusting here. It sucks so much. And it's funny because it's, like, it feels like it's also kind of killed the aftermarket for quite a few things. Good. And I don't know how I Good. feel about that. Good. Fuck the aftermarket. Yeah, well, I mean, it's also one of those things where I'm like, I've definitely bought a bunch of things that I'm like, ah, oh, this is like a fun impulse thing. That I'm like, ah, oh, well, I'll trade it in or like get rid of it or something. And it's like, oh, okay. It's, it's now, like, I can't even get rid of it because they're $5 at a dollar store. Yeah, the, the first time I noticed the dollar store meta is when the Disney Mirrorverse toys were oh, starting yeah. to get blown out there. And I people were just bringing us so many and i was just yeah. turning them away i'm like nope because like they i think they were just trying to do the grift right they're like oh yeah. this this toy's worth like 25 30 bucks like mm-hmm. give me five bucks for it, or give me 10 bucks for it and like they paid five yeah and so no. yeah we were just like nope we're good um no it's funny though is, i i picked up one of those speaking of which last summer mm-hmm. when i was out in the okanagan and yeah. uh, just because, like, I remember, like, fond memories of the Tailspin toys. Yeah. And they yeah. had a Baloo. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. That toy fucking sucked, man. Mm. They, like, you can move the arms maybe and that's it. Like, Yikes. there's no articulation on them at all. Man. The dollar They're store rough. meta. Yeah. <laughs> but the He-Man stuff's pretty tight. Like, I did get the, uh, I have been, like, picking up a few things there. and It's been kind of nice. It scratches the impulse buy itch. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, on the, the, the Hobby Hangout, I ended up getting the, the Buzz Lightyear movie Zyclops figure from there. And right. it's it's just a really fun toy. I would not have paid the $20 that they wanted for it normally. But for 5 bucks, yeah, hell yeah, I went and bought two. Because it's mm-hmm. just a fun, generic-ass-looking bad guy robot. So... Yeah, it, it's it's helping scratch certain itches, but it's also like, yeah, seeing a lot of people try to do the the grift flip is fucking hilarious. Because, yeah, now all now all the aftermarket is just flooded with like dollar store runoff. Hell yeah. Anyway, uh, Black Jelly Bean Man continues. How much soup does one have to eat to become a soup daddy? Uh, um, I feel like if you're if you're having a hard time zipping up your jacket. Yeah, if that the, might be if the guy soup. at the faux place taps your belly, then you are definitely a soup daddy. <laughs> your belly so certain. full of soup. Like, oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> that, was, that was fucking weird that that man violated me. <laughs> oh, I really want fun now. Vlad uh hits us up with... Oh, I'm gonna love this fucking question, by the way. I'm gonna click on this link and we're going to take a good fucking 20 minutes on this uh part two for the rest of the questions is next week vlad bad <laughs> were either of you into z bots or z bots if you're from canada there is a r- full rundown of the line here shady link they had some pretty great names like neck gripper and crowbar and there's like some k's and extra r's and shit like that mm-hmm. so uh let's open this in a new tab yeah, for sure. Um, Zbots ruled. I'm a big fan of any toy line that is 
brave enough and bold enough to just repaint the same fucking sculpts over and over and over again. Like, that's my vibe. That's, yeah, that's how we have Transformers. Yeah, give me ten sculpts <laughs> with thirty different colorways and I'm 100% in. Uh, yeah, dude. Every, oh, man. Every now and then I scoop a Z-Bot and um, they'll end Same. up randomly scattered around my room. But I'm not diehard. I'm not out there spending big bucks on the Z-Bots. But also, Z-Bots are another great collectible and line to get into because typically the price point on a Z-Bot is like, I don't know, two bucks? <laughs> like uh, nobody yeah well yes and no you'll definitely get a lot of people that are like they'll try to rip you off on them mm. i've noticed okay sorry i'm gonna reference i'm gonna bounce between a bunch of shit between shit that we've talked about that doesn't have anything to do with z-bots what kind of does and okay. also childhood nostalgia so I, okay. I cracked open the series one and remember a few episodes back we were talking about the berenstain bears Mm-hmm. And how we wanted the fucking, like, the toys that the, mm-hmm. the, the brother had in his, like, stupid little wet dream nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these fucking look like those toys. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Except, like, no, no, I want scrolling. someone to take these and turn them into, like, He-Man-sized guys. But at the time, the, the best part was that they were just little guys. Um, also, there's one dude... Uh, his name's Tito, and he's a little R two D two motherfucker at the bottom. Oh my god, yeah, yeah. They actually show they show you the paint variants in this. This website's amazing. Thank you, Vlad Bad. Yet again, yeah, this toyline rules. Yeah, you fucking we rock, love dude. Over here, uh, um, there's also a version called Combots, and they're all like desert sand guys, right? America doing war crimes in the '90s camo. Like, yeah, dude. so fucking awesome. It's yeah, they shit. rule. Oh, hell yeah. Yes. There's, like, a fake Robbie the Robot called uh, Simptox. Oh, if he's uh, in his uh, war crime colorway, he's called Combats with a Z. Yo, that's it. There's one guy just named Glaxar that's just a guy, like, oh, wearing dude, armor. Fake kinda... R2, or you saw fake R2-D2. There's fake C-3PO. Is that, is that the one that I'm talking about? Glaxar? Or, well, mine, uh, mine who like mine who does war crimes is called non-com. Non-com. Ooh. Good thing that's an M and not an N, because oh, he'd be doing a <laughs> oh different God. kind of crime. Let's just say that. Just, uh, <laughs> just non-com. He's just like it's just like try to reach him via radio. We can't. He's turned off his communications. <laughs> non-com, you son of a bitch. Oh shit! I had nasty when I was a kid too. Oh, uh, uh, there's one called Skyborg. <laughs> yo! Oh my god, I need to yes. dig up my Z-Bots. I, I, oh, I have shit. a bunch of Z-Bots still. Uh, I'm trying to find... Yo, okay. My favorite one that I had when I was a kid, and I, I need this guy again. Mm-hmm. This one specifically, not one of the colorways. Wait, are you on Series 1 or 2? Oh, I'm, I'm all the way on Series 3 right now. Sorry. Let's, okay, okay yeah, yeah, let's. Let's do it series by series, okay? And that's a little bit stupid. There's a bunch of them, but... No, no, series... no. You just tell me about this one, and then we can just okay. move on. <laughs> Fuck you. We're, it's a Z-Bots podcast now. No. Uh, Warp Tex, series three. White, black, and baby blue mosquito robot. Uh, I used to have that oh, one when yeah. I was a kid. He was so good. Warp Tex slaps. Uh, I used to pretend he was a Transformer, because I would put his back legs... 
and put them all the way above his shoulders and like it so it looked kind of like he had wings as well and just two legs so it'd be like his secret mode when he had four legs and then a flying mode when the other i again childhood memories nostalgia unlocked possibly autistic who knows they said i wasn't when i was a kid but i'm doubting that uh test him again test me again god damn it yo okay uh i just i scratch that i want the lunatic colorway of warp text because he's purple teal orange and fuchsia i mm, mm, yes mm, fucking delicious uh these toys I'm are looking, amazing i fucking I'm looking love on here for the mcdonald's versions oh they were burger king versions they were that's right yeah um, burger king jawbreaker was one i had as a kid and i think he's actually in my fucking desk right now i'm just looking in the drawer here probably the weird combiner mm. ones kind of suck. <laughs> I love the combining yeah. ones. I love Ooh, the colorways. Tiger ones. bomb. Of what? Tiger bomb. Oh hell yeah! You're gonna stink so the, good. The shit that you rub on yourself when you hurt bad. Um yeah okay there's there's no Z-Bot in there but I swear you, you had Jawbreaker right? I had him as a kid and I have him as an adult now. Nice. I've only ever had Bug Eye. Multiple times. Mm. And I've only ever really seen Bug Eye multiple times. Yeah, I feel he was like. He's the blue, Z- blue white guy with the little beard or little beak. I feel like Z Bots is kind of like muscles with me. Like, I have a fuckload of muscle figures. Um, yeah. And I don't really seek them out anymore. Um, but if I saw a muscle and he was like a buck, I would grab him. So it's. Oh. I think I'm the same way with Z Bots, where it's like, I like Z Bots just fine, but I don't know if I need to seek them out. But if I saw them for, like, a buck, I'd be like, hell yeah, and I'd scoop it. Nice. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm noticing a little uh, funny little thing in there as well. Burger King promo. Uh, ran a promo in 1994 with Z-Bots. There were five Z-Bots in all. Two Z-Bots and two Voids. Yet there's five of them. Better get your story straight. M2museum.com also, the cool drill guy's a, a Z-Bot. He's pretty sick. I wouldn't mind him. I, fuckers. I want... Also, Z-Bots was double-dipping with fast food franchises, and there's KFC promos. Oh, is there? I'm, I'm gonna look yeah. that up again. Yo. Just scroll down a little further. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here they are. Oh, they're the weird combiny ones, though. Mm, get fucked, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, okay, that's enough Z-Botting for one day. Uh, it's never enough Z-Bots, but that's okay. They're, they're fantastic, we they love are. them. Thank you for reminding us that they exist. Um, oh, I found another, one last it. one. One last one, because I do this all the time, dude, and I'm so sorry. You'll uh, have to describe the him to me, because I've closed the page. Oh, okay, that's fine. Uh, his name's Private Squid. He's technically part of the RevBots, and he has, like, an olive green body hot pink tentacles and almost like a Samus Aran style head. I love him. I want to I I need him in my life forever. I'm closing this page. I need you page, in my life, Tony. You. I need your help. Uncle Jason no, has asked us many questions and you're better at reading things out loud than I am. I will this will be my burden to bear. This is yeah, this is my hour of need. Help me, Tony. Okay. One Kenobi, you're my only hope. Yeah, I'll be your Star Trek today. Uh, Uncle yeah. Jason asks us many questions. The first one is, have you seen the Pendragon Meg... 
Mexafubi? Ooh, Mexafubi. Yeah, I'm Mexican currently waiting so for... Fubi. Oh, hell yeah. I love me some Mexafubis. Uh, I'm currently waiting for one to arrive, and I'm pretty excited. Also, what do you think about the Danzin Yokai Sapabi? Um, okay. I do not know of this Pendragon Mexifubi. Okay. I would love to see photos. Uncle Jason, excuse me, once it arrives. Oh my god, I got burps. I got burps in me. Um, yeah, I would love, (laughs) (laughs) I would love to see it. Um, generally speaking, I think Mexican... Sofubi is a, a very interesting and cool new frontier it's in toy making, and I I think it's great. It's uh, it's got a good vibe. Uh, it's melted shampoo bottles, and that's cool as hell. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I would love to see photos. And uh, this Danzin Yokai Fubi, it's cool. Uh, it's a yeah, spooky it's little the, dude. It's chill. He's the the lantern guy, right? Like the little ripped up. I believe dude. so. Yeah, he's a little lantern man. Yeah. That's uh, one of my yeah. favorite yokais, actually. Yeah. I like uh, Umbrella and One Leg. I I would if he wore, like, some some sick kicks, you know? Like oh, some, yeah, it's some the, ball the barefoot sneaks. That, that it's scares 100% the barefoot that grosses me <laughs> even, even back when I was playing Six Golden yeah. Coins, being like, I see those fucking cliff divers. I, no thanks, man. Put those fuckers <laughs> away. No one needs to see that shit. Gross. Uncle Jason continues with... <laughs> oh! The latest Miyazaki movie is supposedly really good. Have you seen it and what do you think? Uh, ignore this question if you already talked about... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we have we have definitely talked about this movie. I think it was the last episode. Mm-hmm. So you might be... You might have definitely already gotten your answer for this. Yeah, you definitely have. But I think you liked chill. it. And I don't believe in watching movies. Uh, yeah, I loved it. I think it's fantastic. I think it's my favorite Miyazaki film. Uh, nice. I want to see the dub. I saw the subbed version, but I want to see the dub because I want to see both. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's a masterpiece. Cool. Hell yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. want to rewatch Castle of Coliostro, but that's neither here nor there. Uncle Jason continues. Also, I haven't seen it yet. Uncle Jason, what's the coolest toy release you've seen slash heard about this year? Um, maybe that Frazetta toy I can't afford. (laughs) Uh, Um, That thing's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think. What's, what am I excited for? The giant fucking tidal wave, uh, the Titan class tidal wave looks really cool. I don't know if I'll get him, uh, purely Mm. based on how much, like, fucking real estate he'll take up. But if I'm going to get another Titan, I, I'm kind of feeling him a bit more than uh, than the spaceships that they did. But uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, continue. These, okay, by the way, these are all Uncle Jason, so I'm just going to just, just keep Yeah, saying, just keep them keep keep coming, stuff. brother. Uh, what do you think the next big toy trend is going to be? I what think... is a toy that doesn't exist that you think <laughs> is going to be the next new hot toy? <laughs> I think... I think it's going to have to be a toy line that has ubiquity. It's going to have to be a toy line that's licensed. It's going to have to be a toy line that meets the threshold of price and coolness and articulation. I think basically um, it's going to have to be someone reinventing the Marvel Legend and doing it at a good price point. Like that's sort of a form factor. Like I think it'll be six inch. I think it'll be... um, 
I think it's good. Yeah, it's going to be six inch, hyper articulated, and not super expensive. I think that'll be, uh, or maybe that's just the trend I want to see. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I, by kind of talking about it earlier, I think the the newest trend right now that's actually getting people going out and collecting is the fucking dollar store dumping. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it, that honestly, like for it's very hyper specific Canada only right now that's kind of like the current toy like i'm part of multiple toy collector boards i -hmm. haven't seen them as active as they have been now that's like kind of wonderful that it's bringing uh life back into the community that's but that's kind of one of the nice things there's definitely people that are just like oh look at my fucking like 35 hordax that i got like okay cool you're an idiot but there's also a lot of people that are like hey i snagged these who needs this one for oh, okay. one trade type of thing. That's nice. Which yeah, is yeah. kind of cool. Or also people are like, I bought this for five bucks. You clearly know that I bought this for five bucks. If you need it, give me five bucks. Like, Oh, it's... you know what the next big toy trend is going to be? Fucking NFTs, dog. They tried that and they didn't go No, through, I know. <laughs> which is really funny. Silly. Yeah, oh yeah. Silly this, bitch. this is a bit. This is a bit. You're doing a bit? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm real... I apparently can't pick up sarcasm because I... No. Uh... <laughs> Alright, what are your thoughts on old school finger slash hand puppet slash toys slash selfie slash cool or lame? Uh, it's all great. Um, I like me a selfie finger puppet. I like me a one piece pull toy. Um, I have this awesome sun guts eyeball monster guy. Um, yeah. Who's just hollow in the bottom. He's just like a, a single, single part pull. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's great. Um, there was a box of vintage puppets at a at a fucking used shit store, a vintage store in town. They had a, like a (laughs) used shit store. They had a box of fucking puppets and they had like the rubber heads and the cloth bodies. And I almost bought it. Um, yeah, but I waffled and didn't do it. And then it's gone now. And I'm kind of sad about it. Um, it was mainly, were they scary? They were like '60s ass, like really weird and uncomfortable. Oh yeah, um, kind of racist, kind of haunted. Yeah, I fucked up. I should have bought them. Uh, but yeah, no, I think them. I think finger finger puppets and like one piece fooey toys are fantastic for sure. Hell yeah, I feel like um, for this, I fucking love I the stuff would be finger puppets. Uh, I feel like they're probably one of my first gateways into like collecting pokemon anything uh because mm. my first pokemon anything was a uh a rhyhorn figure a rhydon rhydon a rhydon figure yeah. which was pretty sick um i have i'm current in my my index finger right now i have the uh beast wars um colorway of uh king neptune poseidon whichever the fuck uh old combiner is um they're they're fun they're cool regular puppets though uh not for me but i know that there's a lot of toy collector people that love them um that's cool happy for them as well uh yeah i'm not a big hand puppet guy but like i love the the little safubi blow mold dudes but for the weirdest thing, my brain doesn't consider them, like, Safubi the same way that, like, Reggie or anything else is, even though they are literally the same fucking material. That's, uh, 
yeah, it is funny that that it doesn't count as the same. Like, I didn't even think twice about my little, um, my little alien Icarus one that I've got here. My little finger puppet. Yeah, I think it's because they're like affordable. <laughs> yeah, because they're just yeah, they're just a couple bucks. Um, they're like they're they're cheap and cheerful, and they don't have the like the air of like like a designer Safubi or mm-hmm. even like a vintage like bullmark one does so i'm thinking more about those like rubber head cloth body puppets that probably had the two little nubs to put your fingers in so they have arms yeah and like you can move the head and wiggle the arms with your fingers and do some minor puppeteering i'm like looking up at my shelf and looking at the bastards and i'm like do i get do i get Corey to just pull me a batch of heads and i can make some fucking puppets you know what's (laughs) <laughs> you, you're on Instagram and stuff every once in a while. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There, there's this video that's going around, and it's like it's a puppet, and it's this like very simple string puppet of like a wizard. Yeah, like, yeah, like, I've seen and he, like, him. Jumps and flies and shoots magic and shit like that. I don't know why, man. For some reason, that thing freaks the fucking shit out of me. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. It like. And then it also reminds me of that 100, 100 Gex video where they're, like, flying around as wizards and shit. Great video. So much fun. But, like, that combination of everything just kind of, like, it hits my fucking fight or flight and I can't explain it. It just throws me off. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's something relatively recent that you started out hating but now kind of like? Hot Wheels Collectors. <laughs> when they start... We go! Loose, loose Hot Wheels collectors. Uh, yeah, definitely Mego for me. Uh, like I said, I'm I'm done collecting Mego. That's gonna be with an asterisk. You never know what's gonna like jump out at me. But I'm I'm actively no longer looking for Mego stuff. Uh, but the stuff that I do have, I fucking love. I love that I have my my full set of Universal monsters, uh, the main six at least, and. Yeah, I, I I dig them. They're so cool. They're very toyetic. And I feel like that's kind of what I needed to melt the ice off of my jaded, shitty heart. For toys only, really. Speaking of my jaded, shitty heart, this next question that Tony's about to read. This is going to oh. be some good stuff. I'm so excited. Oh, there's a paragraph, and it starts yeah, off with a sentence. So we have a disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uncle Jason stirring the pot by saying, I don't want to create any unnecessary drama. So feel free to skip this question if you don't want to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. We're going to fucking talk about it. We're going to fucking talk about it. You're starting some <laughs> unnecessary drama. We're going to finish it. We're going yeah. already past the hour mark. So recently a creator put up a post in regards to how the high demand for those surprise drops relieving a certain amount of their followers, fans, and customers feeling left out since they sold out pretty much right after the post showed up on Insta. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the creator didn't want to include the surprise drops on the already existing email list, their answer to the issue was to create a Patreon page with a paid tier uh, at $18 a month, which I'm assuming is USD, so that those who felt they wanted to get a heads up on the surprise drops could get them while also being a bit weird about the whole thing by calling the Patreon tier the Sore Losers Club and (laughs) commenting negatively about the fact that people were voicing their concerns about missing out on these particular drops. Mm -hmm. So in short, 
What are your thoughts about charging people for an emailing list rather than something more concrete slash tangible, like a pre-order for a certain amount of products of a set period of time? Alrighty. So, I have a lot of thoughts on this matter. I am very <laughs> curious as to who this creator is. Um, I can share that with you afterwards. Cause like, That's why, yeah, we're not gonna yeah. shame anybody here unless... <laughs> And, like unless they happen to be listening test. and and they hear the words I say about their shameful behavior and feel shame, that's fine. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna call them out by name or anything like that. Um, okay, that's fair. Okay, so I think that that is one of the most callous and shitty things you could ever do to the people that perpetuate your ability to create art. I think if you want to charge someone money to call them names for an issue that you created that you are a black-hearted piece of shit so i think that probably i could end it there and that encapsulates how i feel but i think like there's a real disservice done to the people who support you by calling them names and demanding their money and offering them nothing tangible so with a patreon page if you aren't providing something if all you're doing is providing a heads up to the people who you think are losers to buy the toy, I think that is so fucking shitty. So yeah. there's ways to mitigate all of this. You can um, put that on the email list. You could, yeah, you could have spun this in a way to be like, hey, you're right. It should have been on the email list. Um, from now on, surprise drops will be get a special email. Everybody join my mailing list. And that's a way you've instantly solved your problem because mm -hmm. the people who are already on that list are going to be like, oh, hell yeah, I'll get a heads up. The people who don't know about your list are going to join your list and be, hell yeah, I get a heads up. And you're including everyone. And maybe that's too much to ask. And maybe you want to demand money from people to know. But, like, yeah, the whole situation is just, like, it, it reads to me like someone was called out on a thing that they did but they didn't feel like they did anything wrong. So instead of trying to understand people's valid concerns, they behaved like an absolute piece of shit. Like they just yeah, doubled this, down on being shitty. This doesn't sound like it was done tongue in cheek or very cute. Um, no, it does not sound cute. Yeah. And especially the, the pay tier being like essentially like 20 bucks a month to, to get a head up, heads up to spend more money and then to yeah. be like, hey, you're a fucking idiot for buying... It's like... It, it... I mean, not even fucking Sucklord did that when he was like, you're an idiot for buying this. Like, he didn't fucking pre-charge you to call you an idiot. Like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, like, it's so interesting because... So the fact that, like, because... the Sucklord has a better fucking customer service policy <laughs> than this clown... Um... Like, yeah, um, yeah, I don't even know who this fucking person is, but this makes me just not want to, like, support their shit at all, even if it is something cool, like... Well, I, it's one of those things, it's like, if you, if you make a thing, if you make art, if you create a thing... Yeah. You should be very grateful that people care enough about your thing to support mm -hmm. you, and that's like, that's not... That's not that's not a given. That's not something that you just get. That's something that people are willing to do because they appreciate what you make. 
and if you say the to the person who appreciates what you make you can't have it unless you pay me money to get a heads up because you're a crybaby like that is yeah. just some fucking deranged shit and it, it and it reads like it reads as like very um insecure yeah and like for lack of sorry to my micropinous fans out there but it reads as like super tiny dicked energy of just being like like your reaction to someone being upset is to just be an asshole yeah it's so it's so dumb to me and like so i do secret reggie things those things happen Ooh, it's a surprise and if someone ever messaged me and said hey I'm upset that I missed, like, it sucks that I missed your thing. Mm-hmm. I have a very simple solution. It's, you can join my Discord, that is free yeah. to join, and the secret stuff gets announced there, and you'll be the first person to know about it. Like, yeah, there's no I, additional fucking paywall behind Yeah, that. there's no paywall, there's no fee. If you want to, to be the first person to hear about X, Y, or Z, it's going to happen over there, so come join. Like, my apologies, you missed out. And maybe yeah. that's just the Canadian in me to be like, sorry, <laughs> you missed the thing, here's the solution. Um, but yeah, like, I couldn't imagine someone DMing me and and my reaction to be like, well, fuck you, get faster at clicking buttons on the internet, idiot. Yeah, that's now really me, now give me $20. Like, yeah, to yeah. like be charged 20 bucks to rub salt in the wound sucks yeah it's it's so weird and to me it's like if i if there was a creator that i liked their work and i was in that pool of people who missed out and was like oh shit i wish i had known i'm on the fucking email list i should have known um and their response was that it's like dog i'm selling your shit on ebay and moving on like i I don't want to collect your shit like you're the worst so i think it's one of those things like vote with your vote with your wallet vote Mm -hmm. with your heart like if you truly appreciate this person's work and they're willing to kick salt sand dirt grit grime in the faces of all the people who support them maybe they're not a good person to support yeah if a toy maker is out there doing micro runs of a toy that should reasonably be a hundred dollars, but they're selling it for seven hundred, eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. Don't don't support them. If you don't support their like bad business practices, they don't get to create art. And like, not that not that there's any definitive like right or wrong and like I'm by no means am I suggesting gatekeeping the idea of making things and making art, but if someone's business practices in the transactional portion of getting that art from their studio to your hands, in that pipeline, if they suck, if they behave shittily, don't yeah. fucking support them. Yeah, no, 100%. Because, yeah, this is this is pure bullshittery. Yeah, yeah it's it, real it just, bad. It, it's, that's not... I don't know, man. That, that doesn't feel like well, that's what fucking Patreon's for. We wouldn't know. We don't have one. Um, <laughs> but, like, y- you know what I mean? Like, if it was, And like, the reason why we don't have one is we know we're not motivated to make extra content <laughs> to give you. Uh, this is the, well, this even, is just... even that we, we do for free. <laughs> and even yeah. then, I fucking drop the ball on that shit. but yeah it's it's one of those things that i think it's i think it's bad behavior i think it should be called out i think definitely um 
if you were scorned by this, there's no like there's no there's no shame in being like, yeah, fuck this guy and doing the old unfollow. Like yep. yeah, support the things you want to support, support the behaviors. Like, okay, let's turn this all around. I wanna talk about so can I put a pin in this part? Yeah, why not? Okay. Okay, so all all of the negativity aside, all of the mean shit I said about the person doing mean shit, put a pin in that. And let's move on to something more positive. Okay. The Craftsman, Steady Crafton, made yeah, a video about Sofubi. Fuck yeah, yeah Craftsman. Right. And I think this video is the antithesis of whatever the fuck we were just talking about. Because nice. he comes from a place of uh, love and genuine passion and excitement about toys. And in the most simplest of terms, describes what is a Sofubi, how is it made, why is it special... This is Sofubi. And I think yep. Craftsman's video is the way that hobbies in general have to grow and move forward so they don't wither and die. Be yep. inclusive, be accepting, share your passion, and don't be don't be shitty. And I think it's what it's one of the best video videos on the subject. If anyone mm-hmm. asked me, like, I don't know anything about Sofubi, what is Sofubi? Um, a la every person in my life who's not a toy person, I would just show them this video. I'd be like, just watch this video and, and you'll know everything you need to know. And I yeah. think, you know, half a million uh, subs is what he's got. So half a million people potentially watching this video and learning about the hobby. I'm excited for a brave new future where nice, kind, level-headed, non-shitty people are discovering Sofubi and mm-hmm. less of the, the greedy... I need everything kind of collectors coming into the space. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's that's a positive. No, totally. Yeah, no. Um fucking Craftsman rocks. Just like mm-hmm. as someone that like kind of watched his videos and didn't really get the vibe at first. Like fuck, he grew on me so fast purely from his like positivity and like genuine love of toys and crafting and being mm-hmm. steady and he's one of the cool puppets out there not one of the scary puppets it's true it's true so yeah i know if like it's just straight up shout out to craftsman that guy fucking rocks mm-hmm. so yeah I, i'm with you on that he's he is the beacon of light that we need in this community right now yeah it's it's one of those things um i think a lot about the future of I think a lot about the future of toys in general. I think a lot about the yeah. future of Sofubi. And I think tearing down <clears throat> tearing down the walls, tearing down the obfuscation, telling the truth, being honest about like what it is, how it's made, how to do it. I think all of those things will only grow a more open and awesome community of people. And gatekeeping is one of these things that... Um, I reject and like yeah it sucks it, it sucks and I get that like I get that people are are afraid of like <laughs> telling people how the sausage is made like I kind of understand that knee-jerk reaction like to mm-hmm. to not want to share because it's like no this is my special thing like yeah that's but... a human reaction to sort of be greedy and want to keep things to yourself or things for yourself but that has to die. That has to die a violent death, and we need to, like, share everything, because, like, I don't want... I don't want this hobby of 
an interest in Sofubi. I don't want the collecting hobby to wither and die. I don't mm-hmm. want the sneakerheads to win. I don't want people to, um, you know, buy toys just for the sake of selling them. I don't want people to be greedy. I don't want people to be shitty. I want everyone to share because if, if no one yeah. shared with me, I wouldn't fucking have started collecting it and I wouldn't have, I sure shit wouldn't have started making it. So like yeah. my first piece is a max toy tank that I talk about all the fucking time. And Larry, my sweet friend, Larry, I had an interest in this tank and I'm like, that's really cool. And he was like, it's yours. Take it. And I was like, holy fucking shit. And that was like a really powerful thing for me. It and was, and I, I was there the day that happened and like mm-hmm. the, the light, in your eyes from that little tank is like yeah i've never seen you react that way about a toy before and i mean that like in the most wholesome positive way possible and maybe that's my (laughs) thank you that's a very sweet thing you said um maybe that's maybe that's the the fucking uh pay it forward thing i want to see in sofubi is like yeah. if you have friends who are like fledgling fubi people and like want to know more and have even the slightest interest give them a toy yeah well fuck the the knave that i got from mitch i fucking love that mm-hmm. like that's one mm-hmm. of the coolest toys i have and yeah never ever expected to have anything like that and yeah it's just it's it's nice. It's great. And you finding slash grabbing me the the Ultraman bootleg monsters that I had as a kid. That's mm-hmm. also not... Like, those are... Those guys are next to my fucking Metacoms and my weird Ultraman that you also... Yeah, it's it's better if it's a community helping each other out. Mm-hmm. End of the day. That's, totally. that's all it is. And when these fucking greedy scumbag shitheads come in... That are like, oh, cool, I can make a bu- like an extra 20 bucks on top of my other, I'm assuming, 900 based on a thing that you mentioned. Like, <laughs> that just feels real fucking scummy. And, like, that's not the type of person that should be having any sway in this community at all. Yeah, I think ultimately um, support the art you like because you like it and... If you are if you are scorned by bad behavior of makers being shitty, um, I'm not I'm not saying you need to just like start flame wars in their comments, but like yeah no no no, no. don't attack just, anybody <laughs> yeah just unfollow and move on because like there are so many people who are um, there's here let's tie it back into the question that started this right. whole thing <laughs> there are so many people who make cool things that would be better off with your with you supporting them and mm. they would be grateful for it and they would show their appreciation and they would treat you kindly so seek out those people also if you want to know about secret drops on reggie's just join the discord <laughs> yeah it's it's uh doesn't cost you money just do it it does it's not easy. cost you money and it's... one of the things that i do um not every release but just about um is I have a um, an instant winner policy. So, like, when I drop a new release, the first five people who enter, um, mm. you are an instant winner. And I bill you same day, and I ship your toy out the next day. <laughs> so yep. you get you get it before the lottery period even closes. 
um, which has just been like my way of saying like thanks for giving enough of a shit to want to be on the mm-hmm. Discord to want to get information early, um, and that's been that's been going really well. Um, that's been really exciting for me. It's really cool. <laughs> like it's yeah, hell yeah. well, it's it's cool that I press the button and people are like, oh fuck yeah, like that that's so <laughs> exciting to me that people care enough. So I guess yeah, to to end it on a super positive note is uh, yeah, support the artists who are awesome. And I am super grateful to everyone who um, cares enough about Reggie to support it. That's amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's awesome to hear. I'm really glad. Shit, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> another episode in the bag, I guess. Um, was there yeah. anything you wanted to say to the people, Tony, before we get on out of here? Uh, yep. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, for hanging out with us uh, at the beginning of this new year as well. Uh, this is the last episode of January. That's kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, if you want to hang out with us, uh, check out our discords. Links to that are easily available on weloveridge.com. Uh, definitely join the Reggie Discord. You can be one of those cool first five people. It's awesome, and it doesn't Woo. cost you $18. Um, if you're not part of our Discord, the Good Morning Coral Discord, we'd love to have you on there as well. Going to bring back the Hobby Hangouts. Uh, I was, I unfortunately had to go in for a bit of emergency procedure on Friday, I am fine. I am good. Everything's okay. I was just in a little bit of pain, and I would not have been fun to. <laughs> they had to do. A, they had to do a penile reduction on that big old. Dick. Yeah, I was. I was passing out constantly from from the the constant rush of blood. I I was. They had to yeah, shave about the... six inches off that hog. Yeah, and they just used a cheese grater for it, which was the worst part. Um, Yuck. <laughs> But yeah, other than that, thank you so much for listening. Oh, also, if you want to do the rate review things on iTunes and Spotify, that'd be cool as well. But you don't really have to. Statistically, nobody does. Yeah, exactly, which is fine. But the ones that have, you guys are really rad. So thanks yeah, again. Shout out, shout out to you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, have a have a good, good rest of the week. We'll see you for the hobby hangout, most likely on Friday. Uh, and, uh... Yeah, that's that's it. That's it from me. Alrighty. And remember folks <laughs> And remember folks, a boba fit for a greedo is a notoriously bad trade. I'll see you next time. Bye bye. I don't know what I was doing there, dog. I don't hey, I have a question for you. Mm. Have you ever had G fuel before? No. I got given a, a, a can of it. Um, not a sponsor, just a fan? Not... <laughs> I don't know if I'm either at this point. Uh, I cracked it open. I made myself a little bottle. And I'm like, alright, this is okay. It's a little bit aspartame. It's totally fine. It's whatever. Um, I think that was the closest I've ever done to doing crystal meth. Because I felt so... Equal parts hyperactive and like with the weirdest fucking anxiety I've ever fucking had. It was so weird. Just huck it in a bin. Alright, sounds like I should actually try crystal meth instead. <laughs>